the podcast. I am Petronella Torin and I hope that you are doing amazing. I am so excited to share with you this this meeting in this podcast. It's an amazing meeting with an amazing person, Attila Pastor, who is a multi-talented musician who plays the shallow like a powerful ancient god. He composes music, he is also working together with violin makers to develop the instruments and at the same time, he's a product manager of the Tomastric Strings in Austria, Vienna. He is classical educated in cello playing by, uh, amongst others, Daniel Schaffran. Attila plays on a beautiful, amazing instrument by Carlo Giuseppe Testore from 1697. He has done and won a lot of competitions. For example, the Vienna Philharmonic Award, first prize in the International Chamber Music Festival in Austria, first prize in the international competition in Leitzen, first prize in the Bayreuth International Music Competition. He also went to the semifinals in the famous Tchaikovsky competition. But that year, the jury couldn't decide who would win. They couldn't decide it. So, yeah, it was cancelled. But... Attila works all over the world as a soloist on, with his cello, but he has his base in uh, Austria-Vienna and he takes care of uh, the production of the amazing Tomastic strings, of course. He plays all kinds of music and all kinds of genres. He plays classical music, he plays jazz, folk music, pop music even. He is very, very, very excited about sound. He loves sound and he loves different kind of sound and he loves investigating sound. So he is, uh, yeah, very passionate about sounds as uh, a string development should be. And he's really good at picking out really good strings for you because he, yeah, he picked out some amazing strings for me during the years. So I'm very, very happy about that because he makes my shallow sing like a bird. Anyway, when you see Attila, he is very tall, he's very muscular, and he, he could pretty much work as a bodyguard because he's, he's very fit. But he he's not a scary bear, as he can look at. He is actually very, very, very friendly and has like a teddy bear personality. He's so lovely, so warm and so interested in, in people and really, really good at his job. So, yeah. If you ever have the pleasure to meet him, I recommend you to, to talk to him. He has a lot to, to offer and is amazing, friendly and yeah, super great. So in this episode, we are going to talk about string production, of course. And we are going to talk about shallow playing, about teaching and mentality. So let's listen first to Attila Pastor playing with a jazz stream with Franz Koglemann, Ario Kari. And uh, it's from a CD called Good Luck that they made. And this particular song is called Blues Al Alba. Enjoy. Thank you. 
Master Music. Hello. Attila Pastor, is it right? Yes. Right. Yes. Ah, you know, Pastor is actually a priest in Swedish. Oh. That's how I remember it. I was like, oh, Pastor. Oh, it's a <laughs> but maybe you're more religious in the in the shallow religion. I think so, because yeah. it's a conflict my name, because Attila is very uh, like a fighter, yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah wow, history, yeah. Cool. And, and then um, yeah. Pastor, the, the opposite. Yeah, <laughs> and, and you look very fit. You're a very fit body. Like, you train a lot. Uh, I train a little bit, yeah. yes. Yes, I need it it's good. to come down. It's yeah. Is that one trick to be a good cellist, to be fit in your body? Uh, I don't know. It's uh, anybody, everybody needs something different. And yeah. of course, to do sports is good, but you will not be a better artist when you do sports. Yeah. It's still a mental thing. And uh, of course, when you are playing solistic, it helps you a little bit more to have a maybe bigger sound than you have a good technique. Still, yeah. you need a good technique. Yeah. But it's a better feeling. <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course, and, and you will live longer. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> we, we hope so. So you are a multi-talent, I would say, because you um, are a musician and you are also like helping people building instruments and you are an uh, expert in strings, in the domestic strings especially. Actually, I'm product manager, yeah? so I'm working with the technique, I'm helping developing strings, I'm uh, trying them, I'm giving hints, I'm going around, working with musicians, looking for the information, what, what, they are, uh, what they like, which sound they like, what strings enabled a better playing, a better feeling during playing. So it's a kind of research on the one hand. On the other hand, uh, I am also learning about the taste. I am also more sensitive about the quality of the sound. And it helps me also in playing. Mm -hmm. I am much more uh, finer when I am looking for a special color. I am looking at it when I'm helping developing the string and I'm looking at it in a one string if I find some more colorful sound or more bright, brighter sound. And for me, it's a sign of quality when the strings can do what I expect. And when I play normal, I also expect it. Yeah? So some kind is a good thing also for a musician 
to, to work as a product manager because uh, it's an experience, special experience. And a little, a little bit luxury, maybe, is that if you are searching for something specific in a string, you can like make it. <laughs> yes, yeah, of course. But I'm not doing the strings. I'm helping to develop. Yeah. I'm giving yeah, the ideas, the, the, the directions in yeah. which uh, it's necessary to go. So it's very interesting. <laughs> so if um, you hear a shallow, let's say I bring your sh- my shallow to you and uh, I play for you. So what do you listen for in the shallow? Like when you choose a, a string for them, like what do you listen for? Uh, with experience, I start to listen different because when you are a normal musician, you have your ideal, your sound ideal and you expect the sound and you feel, okay, this is what I want to hear. Yeah. But after a time, especially when you're not only playing classical music and you heard I'm doing also uh, some jazz improvisation, I'm doing other things, a lot of contemporary music, I am, I have a different approach to sound, to sound colors and to sound quality. Uh, it's not about that I know more about this. I am more, more sensitive, more, yeah, I expect more from a sound than maybe a normal cellist. And um, when I listen to you, uh, I try to understand what you want to tell me with your playing. And I listen to the colors you wanted to to, to produce, yeah. yeah, to play. And then I thought, okay, you need a little bit of more, how to mystical think, yeah, the sound on the, on the lower strings, you need a more of resonance, but a special resonance, maybe with some very uh, accurate uh, attack, yeah. Mm-hmm. And and this, because you you have, you have a very personal style, I love your playing, oh, right? I don't you. tell it. <laughs> and, and the string also has to do this. It has to be very quick on, on every impulse from your hand. And uh, then I thought, okay, when you are playing in this style, maybe it's a good idea to choose this string, this string. In the end, uh, the very song solo, I sorry, I, I speak about this because it's a string I, I like very much. Me it's too. very, yeah, oh, I love nice it. Yeah. <laughs> nice <to> hear, thank <laughs> you. Uh, it's very flexible, yeah, it's very uh, adjustable. And it seems for me that every player sounds with these strings a little bit different because they are so sensitive to the speed, to the weight in playing, and they change immediately the character. Yeah. And I think, yes, it works on your instrument all very nice. <laughs> I also, I, I like it because it makes my uh, shallow relax, sort of. Yeah. Because it releases all the tension. Yes, it it's gives this feeling. It's, it's generous in the sounds, yeah? This, the idea of Verzon solo, yeah. to have not only power but this this some generous yeah character yeah. i i thought like I, I would describe it like um, i had some interviews with the opera singer and i would say like when i play with the the like two mustard strings i feel like i'm a wagner too like it, it feels like an heroic string <laughs> but you can also have this soft intimate sound with them like i tried really to play soft and then they had this like whispery sound, like, I don't know, like, I, I love chocolate, like it was like milk chocolate just flavor. Right to hear. And yeah. I really like that. Um, of course, it's just an amateur's uh, opinion, but uh, that's why I like them on my shallow. Also because I, I like this kind of deep, uh, deep, it feels like it's using all the resonance in the shallow. Yes, but it, of course, it's true. different from every shallow. I, I can only speak for my little shallow, but uh, I like it. I am, um, I'm a fan, a big fan. Great of to course. Hear. <laughs> but uh, what would you say is like, is it the sensitivity or what, what is it with the tomastic strings that is like the best? Like, what is the superpower of the tomastic strings? Uh, you mean uh, from that was string section from yeah. the product very yeah. solo? They're uh, handmade. They yeah, are handmade, yeah. yes. They are, this gives a very special uh, quality mm-hmm. and uh, 
this uh, the process of handmade uh, string is giving different opportunities. On a machine, everything is standardized, but doing by hand, this is like doing some really art. And yeah. every string is really done by hand. So it's, it's, of course, the, the materials are prepared by machines, but in the end, it is really assembled by hand. Yeah. And that enables different possibilities which are outstanding because you can do things which you, which you cannot do with by machine. And this gives a very special quality. And it's, it's a very long process to teach somebody to yeah. do a string. Yeah. It's very complicated. So, so if I, I want to know a little bit about how to treat your strings good, what would you say, like, uh, how often do you need to uh, clean them? Because sometimes it can help to clean them a little bit. Um. It depends. Normally it's enough when you have to do after the play, playing uh, with a soft clothes, some rubbing, but very soft rubbing yeah. to get the dust off. Strings are, this, our strings especially, are very um, resistant to, yeah. to, yeah, to oldering process. Yeah. Still, a lot of humidity is not so good when somebody is sweating. Of course, this mm -hmm. is not so perfect for the string. Mm -hmm. When dirt is coming, you can clean it with some string oil or very light oil, and so um, cameline cam oil yeah. for, for oh. knives. You can use this also for strings. Oh. Of course, maybe not in the pl place where you are playing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, You have to rub it maybe a little bit with uh, alcohol, but not too much because yeah. the alcohol can go inside the string, inside the layers. Yeah. Just a little. Yeah, just a little, yeah. yeah. But it's not necessary to clean it regularly with this. Yeah. The strings are very year, durable. Maybe, or... Yes, maybe a, 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 a half a year okay. or a few okay. months. Yeah, you yeah. can think about cleaning it. When they are dirty. <laughs> yeah, so when they are dirty or feel they are sticky, then yeah. you can put the, the oil and it's yeah. really enough. Oh, that's nice. And how often do you recommend to change strings? Actually, our, our strings keep the quality very long time. So the lower strings, uh, you can play up to five, six months and they'll keep it. Of course, when you are solist and playing very strong, yeah. okay, it's, it's getting depends shorter. Yeah. It depends what you play and <laughs> how you play. And um, for the uh, upper strings, uh, they keep the quality really long time. So this shiny and open character and the singing uh, character is kept for many months. Yeah. And uh, after a time, you, you feel the sound is getting a little bit more distance. Yeah, so it's losing a little bit of its power. Oh, okay. So then you see, okay, slowly I should think about changing the string. Oh. So uh, professionals change after a few months, the, the upper strings, so three yeah. months, four months. But uh, before this, it's not really necessary. Yeah. If somebody is playing eight hours a day yeah. and playing every day concert, then, then of course, he's is more sensitive yeah. also to the changes in the quality yeah. and he can Changes more, but often. Um, if I'm like thinking about changing strings, I should uh, listen for how the strings uh, sound if they are present or if they sound mm -hmm. far away. That's a good yes. uh, way of checking, yeah. Yeah, that's good. Uh, that's good tip. <laughs> yeah, I always amaze myself when I change strings that oh my god, why did I wait? Why well, I should have changed a long time ago? It's just such a difference. <laughs> so maybe I'm changing yes. not yeah. uh, enough. <laughs> no, we are getting used to the sound yeah. and the small uh, changes in the, in, the, in the time. We don't yeah. realize them. We're getting used to the sound and we think, okay, it's so my sound. But after yeah. a time, you see, oh, the response is getting worse. There's a third also a sign when yeah. the response is getting worse. When it's not so rich of overtones, then, mm. then you see, oh, something is wrong. Or it's getting narrowed, especially A string will start to sound narrow. Mm. But the idea that it's getting more sound distance, this is really a sign yeah. uh, the string should be changed. Yeah.
Okay, and um, now I'm going to talk a little bit because you're a cellist, a very good one. Uh, you played Koldali, very beautiful for me, uh, everyone actually, <laughs> the other day, not only me, but it was amazing. And I, um, I know that you did a lot of competitions, so do you have any tips when it comes to competitions? Like, what is the trick? I don't know if there's any trick, but for sure competition is a very special situation. Uh, on the one hand, you should show your personality, artistic qualities, on the other hand, everything must be very perfect. Yeah, that's mm. because of competition, everybody is also looking to make a mistake if it's in tune. Um, there is a process of preparing for competition. Not easy to say in a few sentences mm. how it's necessary to prepare, but of course, the people are forgetting that they have to practice a lot slow. But mm. they, if they start to practice slow, they are forgetting that they have to do also music in a slow tempo. Mm. That means many people are practicing in a very, yeah, Calm, slow tempo, but they are just playing notes. They have no really speed in their playing. They have no really idea in the, in the slow tempo. They have also the same, they need the same articulation, the same attack development in sound they would do in their real tempo. The slow tempo enables us to listen to the sound, to the development of the sound. And uh, in the slow tempo, it's very important, that's my experience to be very, very soft with the, finger, with the hands. The cellists um, have the tendency to be very hard, yeah? yeah. And uh, the more you are pressing during practicing, the less you will learn. Mm. Because just when you are really relaxed, your fingers are really relaxed, that doesn't mean that you are playing pianissimo. No, you have really to find different dynamics in, in practicing. But when you are using this, this relaxed situation, you will see where are the weak points, you will see where you need some more of control of your body. Mm -hmm. We have to stabilize your wrist or your, your arm mm -hmm. and it will be much easier to prepare and you will be much more secure. So you should play with the, play slowly with the musical intention. Yes. Is that a good yes. Yeah, yes. Good. It's a great tip. <laughs> I think it's a, often we forget it. And also I have a problem, like sometimes I play faster than I can think in the beginning and that's not so good because then I do things that I didn't attend to. So yeah, it's, it's good tips practicing. I also was thinking because it's very common that you get very nervous when you do competition. Do you have any tricks like, or any method maybe like putting a coin in your shoes or <laughs> I don't know what you do. <laughs> of course, you can have a talisman or something which you think it brings your energy and what you believe that, that is really happening. So yeah. when you believe something brings you luck and it makes you more your concentration better, then yeah. it does do this, uh, it does have this effect. Yeah. So everything is happening mentally. So nervosity is coming because of unsecureness. And uh, when you are concentrating on the nervosity, of course, you will get even more nervous. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Still, there is no, no real uh, uh, key to, to get rid of this problem. But uh, for sure, uh, uh, um, the, the focus on the work, yeah, on the playing helps a lot. So to work with the music, yeah, to sit before in competition and have the music before and just imagine how the sound should be, how the music is floating, this helps a lot to um, keep this, this um, calm, calmness to be yeah. more calm. Yeah? Yeah. And when you go on stage, still your, your brain is in this imagination and it has not so much space for <laughs> being nervous. Yeah? Yeah, it's yeah. much easier to control this then. Yeah. This was my experience still. 
Sometimes this yeah. happens, yeah. It's, uh, but it's good to focus on the music because sometimes when you're nervous, you focus on personal stuff or like... Yeah, this is happening automa or... automatically. Yeah. If I'm prepared, oh, I have to, I am unsecure in this place, I'm unsecure in this, in this city, uh, movement, yeah. yeah. Uh, never think about uh, special yeah, parts of the, of the music. What I like to do when I teach, I always recommend my students that they should, before they're playing, don't just play long notes, long vibrato, long vibrato parts. See, feel the instrument, just feel how the sound is developing. And that helps a lot to, to be one, uh, to, to have the uh, idea of being one with the instrument, with the sound. And this helps also to come down, mm -hmm. be more relaxed also. Yeah. And you are also more uh, in the hands, more free, more 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 soft. Yeah. Yeah. And even when you are getting nervous, then the playing is much easier. Yeah, yeah, of course. So you already uh, took my last, uh, my last next question was about teaching. But um, do you have any good uh, advice for teaching? Like I know that you are very nice when you teach because you have this kind of always the musical intention in mind when you teach technique, which I like. I have any more tips like for teachers out there? To handling students because it can be very hard with students yes um i think i don't have tips for teachers because teaching is such a personal thing and everybody has a different approach and everybody has a different picture of what he wants to achieve mm -hmm. and uh, i can just speak for myself that in my opinion the most important is to pass to the student the the feeling how he should can work what possibilities he has because he can play louder he can play slower he can do many things but this information when i pass him play here faster because it's necessary to play faster doesn't really help him when he has no attitude to the possibilities what happens if i play a little bit less fast or what happens when i do a crescendo here no i want to learn about phrasing for different uh, styles for different pieces for different characteristics and uh, this gives the student the possibility to go on in the working process so he gets the tools yeah i think it's the best word for this to yeah. get the tools to learn how phrasing is possible what is phrasing at all what is a, 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 a logical um, rubato what is a rubato yeah how it works and even when we don't do a rubato how can i form a phrase that is sounds natural what things are important Today I work a lot with students uh, to, uh, to make them understand when you change dynamic, every change in tempo is much more uh, audible and you feel it much, much stronger. So you have two things to balance. And then depending to the style, to the piece, to the emotion, I try to give them different opportunities. Of course, we have to elaborate it. So I try to fix to one opinion first, to one idea and want to make it on a high level. And I think it's a process. So yeah. in the end, I cannot give some advices for teaching in general because it, I think it's impossible but because it's so special. Yeah. And But I know how what is important for me and how yeah. I work. Yeah, that's, that's nice. Thank you for sharing that. It's very nice. Now I'm going to ask you a little bit hard question. It's like, what do you think about the music in the future? Do you think, like, uh, what will happen? Because, like... Now in the shallow world, there's a lot of pop shallows and like the shallow is really like, it's really bursting out. It's so much shallow everywhere. Like we have the two shallows, we have uh, piano guys, like shallow is very popular right now. That's true. Yeah. Do you think it's going to last or what do you think? For sure, the instrument is, uh, the cello is a very uh, flexible instrument. It can have different 
qualities and it's in pop amazing it can be in jazz amazing yeah. it's in contemporary music you have much more possibilities than on many other instruments yeah. so it's of course it's a fashion instrument now mm. i cannot tell what is what will happen in the future this is a special instrument which has a very close mm, character to the human uh, voice yeah. and i think that this this relation always will make the people love the instrument so it's different than on other instruments. It's uh, violin is more, yeah, not quicky, but it's it's hasn't doesn't have this special the same effect. When you play romantic music on a cello, it's completely different than on other instruments. Yeah. And I think this this things will last, and the people, yeah. Me too. I think this year's <laughs> gonna burst. Everyone is gonna start playing cello because <laughs> it's the best. <laughs> We're not part taking part. Okay. <laughs> well. And now we have um, another question. I know that you play also different styles, like you told me now. You also play, uh, you made a CD. Uh, yes. It's called the Feel, Feeling Good or? Uh, good Luck. Good, good Luck, luck with good Franz Kogelmann yeah. and yeah. Mario Akali. Oh, okay. And uh, a few months ago, we recorded a new CD. Oh. Also with some uh, quite well-known uh, jazz musician from the USA, uh, mm. from Italy and uh, with Peter Herbert, who is a very yeah. famous uh, double bass player. And um, the interesting part of it is it was a mix of different styles of different, also all music, from, all, the, all the pieces from, <laughs> all, music, all the pieces from uh, Franz Kugelmann. And I think it was something very refreshing. It has some really special touch. And um, I hope the cut of the the CD will be finished soon, and I still don't know the name of the CD, so I cannot ah. <laughs> tell you now. But, uh, but we can listen to Good Luck uh, until uh, the new one is released. Yes. And yeah. uh, Good Luck, uh, we can find it on Spotify and iTunes? Or? Uh, I am not sure now, but uh, I, I spoke with Mr. Kohlmann uh. that we have to do something that the people we can listen uh. to the CD. You can buy it, you can order it in the internet, yeah. and uh, I will speak Everywhere? With uh, I have to check this. I'm, I don't know. <laughs> I really don't know. We will put it in the newsletter, this information. Okay, good. Thank you. Um, Thanks. But I saw it uh, on your webpage. You have a lot of information, so people yes, can find information this, there. That's for sure, yeah. I will keep it updated. So if I have new information about this, then please, and yeah. Do you have Facebook also? Not yet, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> <We're passionate>. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, your webpage is, uh, what is it? It's www. Uh, yes, www.attilapastorszwritten.com so there we can find information. So now I'm going to give you the last question. Who is, uh, I want you to give an advice to a person in the music school and a person in the conservatorium and a person who is a freelancer or prof uh, like a professional musician. Yeah. So what do you have for a music school uh, student? How do you mean advice? Like um, if you, like for example, if you were a music student now, what, yeah. what would you wish that you have done maybe that you didn't do when you were a music student? Like for me, example, I would have practiced more because I didn't practice when I was in the music school. I didn't like to practice when I was a <laughs> child. Nobody wants to practice. And uh, maybe the only reason why I uh, get a musician was the possibility to play very early. I was 10 years old, 11 years old in churches, in different events, in very funny combinations, so cello trumpet and I don't know, a viola, yeah? mm -hmm. and, and very funny pieces, because this was um, giving me the this feeling that music is life, yeah? because when you listen to music, okay, it's totally different, but when you actively are taking part in, in the life with music, so you are making people happy with what you are doing, it gives your playing a different sense. 
So I think every music school which supports yeah playing not only one time in orchestra but has some projects with chamber music with some events where the uh, little kids can can play together yeah of course they need some preparation from the teacher yeah? mm -hmm. but if there's anything like this I would say it's a good music school yeah for a conservatory uh, or university I don't know it's practice is not not everything you need to practice but in the end you need some inspiration and this inspiration can come from everything yeah so maybe being open to yes to be open to other styles is very very important i think i believe so the concerts and yeah. yes yeah but not only to classical music to everything i don't know maybe metallic i don't know <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but to be really open yeah. to, to everything what is happening around us yeah yeah, that's good advice. And for a person who is a professional freelancer. Uh, Austria, they are mostly frustrated, yeah, the oh. freelancers. No, they <laughs> no maybe they're <laughs> exhibited now. No, maybe they're not frustrated, but um, I don't I don't know. Many people are uh, looking for an ensemble to, 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 to play in a, in, a, in, in a group, yeah, in regularly, to play regularly. Mm. It's very hard because you need some concerts, yeah, to survive. The freelancers, always are jumping in, are playing here, are playing there. Yeah. And uh, of course, they are very flexible and uh, we have amazing freelancers in, in Austria. And um, I cannot give you any, any advice. What, what um, <laughs> what but maybe it's good to like, like find good people to work with. Of this, of, for yeah. sure, yeah. But uh, mostly when you are good, you are looking for somebody with whom you can share your ideas yeah. or who has the same ideas about music, about uh, plants. But I mean, you are a multi-talent, like you have, uh, you're a composer also, you also studied law, so you really like covered all the fields. Like yes. I would say that you are like really smart, you're also like musical entrepreneur a little bit, like you, you know how to get a good deal, like you want people to have a win-win with the strings, for example, you want to help musicians with having a good cello and be able to play, but on the same time you want the company to uh, develop, to make the yes. best strings, so... Yes. And for that, you need musicians to play them. So, yeah, so I think that's really good. And of course, I like the glass shell. <laughs> Sounds good. Of course, it's like the underlying uh, egoistic thing. But I think it's, uh, as, as a musician, we also need to learn more than just music. It's not only playing. It's also to play and get concerts and talk with people. And if, if you want to play in a concert, you should go to that concert place and look it out and listen to the music there. Maybe. It is for sure. You need to make the contacts to go to the concerts, yeah, to be part of the music life. Yeah. This for sure is very yeah. important. And then you find your own community because the community gives you also some, not only inspiration, it gives you some, um, maybe energy, I don't, it's mm -hmm. a wrong word, but, but they push you even, yeah? When you come closer, they will push you. You have this talent, you can do this, yeah? We can do this together. So this is necessary. We, we need some push from outside, yeah? Some impulse from outside. Yeah, that's, that's, that's a good advice. So we will uh, see what happens and we will wait for the CD and follow you on your web page and maybe there will be a Facebook page in the future, I don't know. We I hope, we hope for it. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> or, yeah, yeah, but it's always nice to see what people do. I, I, I love to follow and see what the, the, the masters are doing, like I'm a follower. But it's, uh, it takes a lot of time, so I understand that people don't have time for it. I thank you so much and have a good evening. Thank you so much. I'm gonna you let you also <laughs> go to the concert now. Yes, we have to hurry, yeah? <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> Thank you so much. Monster.